Hey everyone, my name is Trench Reynolds and this is Real Crime Stories for January 24th, 2022. This past week there were three school shootings in America. I only heard about one of them. Did you hear about any or none of these? Please let me know. But before we get started, if you'd like to support the show on Patreon, follow me on social media, send me an email, or pick up some merch. You can find all the links for that in the show notes or at realcrime.net. This past Wednesday, 15-year-old Marquise Campbell was sitting in a school van outside of Oliver Citywide Academy in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Classes had been dismissed for the day, and Marquise was waiting to go home. It was the first day Marquise had attended school in person after remote learning. It's believed that Marquise was killed in a targeted attack. Police say that two gunmen approached the van and opened fire from outside of the van. Marquise was struck twice in the chest and died from his wounds at the hospital. His family was not even allowed to be with him before he died due to COVID protocols. At last check, the two gunmen remain at large. All this for what? What could a promising and bright 15-year-old kid possibly have done to deserve being shot in the chest twice? This is where we've sunk to as a society. Everything has to be settled through the gun. It doesn't matter how many dead school children we have, as long as our precious human right to defend ourselves isn't infringed. An armed society is not a polite society, as the responsible gun owners would have you believe. An armed society is a society with an itchy trigger figure just looking for an excuse to exercise their so-called rights. Hopefully, police will apprehend the suspects as quick as they would if this happened in a different neighborhood, if you know what I mean. On the same day that Marquise Campbell was shot and killed in Pittsburgh, a student at Seminole High School in Sanford, Florida was shot three times. 16-year-old Deravia Smith is accused of allegedly shooting 18-year-old Javon McIntyre three times. The incident was allegedly sparked by McIntyre disparaging Smith's deceased relative. According to a quote from the news, Smith reportedly told detectives last week McIntyre approached him and confronted Smith about a deceased relative and accused Smith of making the comment F you to the deceased. He also said that McIntyre taunted him between classes. Again, sometimes there are no good guys. Anyway, the school's resource officer was informed by students there was a gun on campus. As the officer went to investigate, shots rang out through the school. The officer found McIntyre on the floor after he had been shot in the leg and wrist. McIntyre underwent surgery and is expected to recover from his injuries. Smith was said to have fled the school after the shooting. Police found a 9mm handgun in the bushes near the school's tennis court. Smith was taken into custody shortly thereafter. He has been charged with first-degree attempted murder, possession of a weapon, and discharging a weapon on school property, and disturbing the peace while interfering with school administration functions. It seems, on the surface, this is a rare occurrence of a school shooting that actually resulted from bullying. I get it. Bullying sucks, and it makes life unbearable. I should know. I was bullied for 12 years when I was in school. The schools did nothing about it, and my dad told me to man up. Still, it's never an excuse for murder, or in this case, attempted murder. Also, I didn't see any word on how Smith is said to have obtained the gun. Knowing how much our society worships at the altar of the gun, especially in Florida, that tidbit of information might never be known. 
Rounding out last week's trio of school shootings, we have the shooting that took place this past Friday at Magruder High School in Durwood, Maryland. Shortly before 1 p.m. local time, a student was found with gunshot wounds inside one of the school's bathrooms. The victim is a 15-year-old student of the school. The school went into lockdown and police worked to secure the building. Police found the alleged shooter, 17-year-old Stephen Alston Jr., in a classroom and arrested him. The gun used in the shooting was said to be found nearby. We'll get to more on the gun in a little bit. As of this past Saturday, the victim was said to be in critical condition. Police have said that this was a targeted attack, but not have but have not commented on what led up to it. Alston has been charged as an adult and is being held without bond. He's been charged with attempted second-degree murder, first-degree assault, use of a firearm in the commission of a felony or violent crime, possession of a dangerous weapon on school property, and possession of firearm by a minor. The gun used in the shooting was said to be a ghost gun. That means the gun was assembled from parts that can be obtained through the mail and they don't have serial numbers. Since gun parts aren't classified as firearms, dealers don't have to perform background checks on their customers. This is currently legal in Maryland and many other states, but Maryland is currently considering legislation banning ghost guns. So far, there has been no word on if Alston assembled the gun himself or got it from someone else. This is far from the first school shooting where a ghost gun was used. The idea of a ghost gun should be aberrant to most rational people, especially when one ends up in the hands of a 17-year-old high school student. Sadly, too many people think this is their God-given right to obtain a firearm, even if they're banned by law from owning one. Meanwhile, the supposed scions of the Second Amendment, known as gun dealers, willingly overlook state and federal regulations that are supposed to keep guns out of the hands of children. That's it for this episode. Again, if you'd like to read more stories like this, support the show on Patreon, follow me on social media, send me an email, or pick up some merch. You can find all the links for that in the show notes or at realcrime.net. You can also listen to and subscribe to this podcast at realcrimestories.net. I also have another true crime podcast called Back in the Trench, which you can listen to at backinthetrench.com. So until next time, Don't let anyone else tell your story, because you are here for a reason. I've been Trent Reynolds, and this has been Real Crime Stories.